0: Welcome to the Heartbreak Kids Podcast, where we explore what connects us all in our yoga practice and in our lives. This is where I talk to people about their stories, who they are, what they've been through, and where they're going. And in this podcast, that's what we explore. I believe deep down inside, we're all connected, which explains why we bring ourselves to the top of our mat every day. Welcome to the Heartbreak Kids. So welcome to the next edition of the Heartbreak Kids. I'm here with Ross Stambaugh, and he is one of my teachers at Ashtanga Yoga Columbus. Um, he's made a bunch of trips to Mysore, India and um, he teaches for me a couple of days of, uh, out of the week and he's been teaching even more with like all of our Zoom classes and <laughs> You know, I think everyone is kind of excited to kind of get to know him a little bit deeper. So, Ross, I'm I'm really excited for you to be on the show today.
1: Well, uh, Taylor, thanks thanks for inviting me. You know, we're 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 kind of like two two ships passing in the night. You know, as as you're <laughs> off to a workshop somewhere, I I step in, and it's it's kind of been that way for for our, kind of our whole relationship, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, it has. It's but it's cool. I mean, I'm grateful to have you teach because I think it provides like a you know, different perspective and you know, I I prefer different perspectives. I think it's kind of cool and and uh you've been a serious asset for our community and you know, like you know, I appreciate the support that you give me, uh but also really the support that you give the, to the students as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh those your your students uh, at AYC are just are, are top notch. You know, you, you yeah. couldn't ask for a, a more uh, uh, just a, a wide range of students. But uh, one thing I think a lot of them have in common is they're just so driven and so focused. And uh, they're just they're just beautiful people, aren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. Um, I feel really grateful that I get the opportunity to to teach them.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. You know, you, you, you can always say like, yeah, I have to teach. But when you when you say I get to teach them, uh, it, it, it changes the perspective.
0: Totally. Totally. Well, OK, so let's talk a little bit about um, your you know, backstory and a little bit about who you were like before yoga played a picture in your life. And so, um, you know, I think some people know a little bit about like uh, your backstory, but why don't you tell them a little bit about like, you know, who you were, what college you went to, where you grew up or grew up at, stuff like that. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I always was,
1: I, I always was involved in, in some sort of sports uh, as a kid. I, you know, there wasn't much else to do. Uh, so you played basketball or you swam or you you did what all the other neighborhood kids did and um, I took to swimming in high school and uh, I didn't have anything else to do so uh, I, w- I was a walk-on swimmer for Bright State University in uh, in Dayton, Ohio uh, and I uh, just kind of got lucky one one year they said hey we, we have these scholarships available uh, this was my junior and senior year and and I said I'll, I'll take it <laughs> and uh <laughs> And it, it, it was just one of those crazy, lucky things. I I, I just happened to be at the right, uh, the right place at the right time. And I, I took full advantage of that. And then um, shortly after college, uh, I got my, my brother uh, was going to, to local community college and he says, come over and um, come over. I'm going to show you judo. And, and uh, I said, okay, sure. I'll, I'll come over. So I dropped in with a class, and and this guy says, "Hey, put on this suit. We're going to do a, a self defense class, and I'll put you in this suit, uh, and it's like a real protective protective suit." So I said, "Oh yeah, sure, why not?" So um, I got so in the suit. To get this your is, ass yeah, this is day one. This is like ten minutes. He's <laughs> like, "Oh, I know your brother. Come in." So. I go in and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm a college athlete. I can, I'll do whatever you want me to do. So he hands this, this girl a a bat, a base, like a real solid baseball bat. And she proceeds to beat the shit out of me (laughs) with this bat.
0: (laughs) And, uh. I mean, but could you, could you feel anything like when that was taking place? uh, No, no, not really. But it it was certainly shocking to know that I was,
1: this lady's coming at me with the bat and, uh, that kind (laughs) of. (laughs) <laughs> introduced to me what my brother was going through. Like I was, I was uh, associating with like these college athletes and he was kind of getting into some gritty, like self-defense stuff. And, uh, he has a, um, cerebral palsy, so he, it's, it's difficult for him to walk. So we kind of had this, started this conversation, uh, about why he was so adamant about, um, about self-defense. And it really kind of brought me home to recognize that, uh, uh, that uh, you have to be like, you got to dig deep to really love something. And my brother kind of started showing that. He, he found a group of people that, uh, that accepted him for, for who he was and, 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 and gave him these skills, uh, life skills, uh, that that he he uh attracted to right and it was it was it was kind of eye opening to see that how like i took i took ath- athletes or uh, athletic endeavors as kind of self value for what they were worth uh something to 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 spend an afternoon to collect trophies or whatever uh but he had he took it as something real you know something real uh so yeah. uh so I, I started doing these judo tournaments with my brother, um, and jujitsu and I would get hurt a lot <laughs> and I would have to take some time off. And then in order to take some time off, I, I started doing yoga. Um, and then I'd, I'd heal up and then I'd stop doing yoga and I'd go back and I'd get hurt again. And it'd be this cycle of getting hurt yep. and doing judo, getting hurt. <laughs> And um, it wasn't until I was walking down the street in Cincinnati, this was like, I don't know, 1999, uh, 2000, 2001, and I saw um, Richard Freeman, uh, there was a a video of his, and he was was doing this handstand, this beautiful handstand, and I don't know if anyone knows who Richard Freeman is, but everyone should. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, wow, this is amazing, I, I wanna do this. So I, I bought the, the, the VHS tape and I played it uh, uh, for maybe two years and I did it every single day and uh, and uh, I just kind of tried to figure it out uh, and that led me to um, Yogon High in Columbus, Ohio uh, and I think probably you and I probably took some yoga classes
0: together and and a workshop or two i'm, I'm sure I'm yeah sure. that was a long that was a long time ago <laughs> yeah it was wasn't it yeah, it feels like ages ago yeah yeah and so what kind of i mean what kind of kid were you um you know like in high school college you know were you a disciplined kid um, i mean did your athletics and the judo ask discipline of you uh, it certainly
1: asked discipline of me, but it didn't make. I don't think it made me kind of a, a well-rounded person, right? It 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 forced me to to certainly be disciplined. It forced me to certainly keep a schedule, and I am grateful for that. Uh, but it also it also uh, kept me away from being like a a, a more well-rounded person. It, it kept me away from. Uh, I, I I hid a lot behind it. Um, what do you mean by that? Boy, that's kinda of hard to uh it, it it was a like a false confidence that I had uh using these sports. You know, I, I I, occupied my time
0: uh with that or or maybe um Because that wasn't what your true interest was or or what what were you being drawn to at that point in your yeah, life? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well I, I was I was I was still searching, I was still looking. Um I was, I was introduced to um, like Alan Watts and I was introduced to uh, Ram Dass, uh, stuff like that in, in, in college um, uh, on a superficial level uh, and I was I was still curious about that but I was just an awkward, you know, typical awkward shy kid um, and uh, it continued in, in college too, wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. Um, and uh, and the, and the lack of confidence um, drove me to stay within
0: the, the boundaries of what sport could, could offer. If that sure. makes sense. Yeah. And so, did you get the same things as what your brother was getting out of the judo community and uh, you know, that, that kind of stuff?
1: I, yeah. I, no, I wasn't. I was get I was getting the physical attributes of it. But I, but I didn't see the, the sense of belonging that, that, that he, he, he needed, he wanted, and that he was, uh, he was receiving, because uh, he was with I, a lot of people that, that drive themselves to self-defense class, um, tend to have a backstory as well, right? You know, they kind of show sure. up because they've had some issues, uh, as well, uh, whether it's like physical abuse, mental abuse, you know, neglect, um, yeah. So so it was just a raw roller group of people, um, uh, and uh, and and they had this a tribal sense. You know, they were really like a tight knit group. Um, so uh, it, it was it, it was just a, a different
0: uh, a different playground <laughs> in a way. Sure. Yeah. And so you know, you started this yoga process after you saw that that video and that handstand of Richard Freeman you know, like, when did you fully commit to your yoga practice or did you dabble in it? Like how you described, like, you know, from getting hurt from judo, then you would go to yoga. Like, was it, were you just dabbling in it in in the beginning? Oh yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was just, I
1: was spinning my, my wheels. So I would, I would do a little yoga. I would do a little judo. I do a little rock climbing. I would, I would get on my bike. I'd ride Mm, just, just looking for ways to exhaust myself. Um, and it wasn't until, boy, I, I, I don't know, eight, nine years ago until I kind of looked at myself and I was like, what, what the hell am I doing? You know, why am I spending four or five hours a day just trying to move my body, trying to, you know, get more out of it than, than I can put in? Uh, and, uh, yeah, then these, uh, the, the, the extra activities started to fall off. Uh, and, and when I started to notice, um, the, the a break from that exhaustion. Uh, I, I noticed that, that yoga could offer that. It, it could offer not only a <laughs> you know it, it's full of contradictions at times. You feel like you got to put more into it and then you, you get you get a lot more out of it. Um, and, and yoga also had this um, uh, this non-competitiveness to it. Uh, against someone else you certainly have your own internal competitiveness uh but uh, that's the only that's the only competitor you have to deal with
0: right yourself yeah. looking at yourself in the mirror and like realizing all the good things and bad things that <laughs> you bring along with you yeah 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 and
1: uh at the beginning of that that yoga process it's a. Uh, it's like, uh, I, I, I thought of it as sport, you know, I thought of it as an exercise in which to improve, in which to demonstrate, in which to have a, a, some sort of performance. Uh, and slowly, and very slowly, uh, the, the teachers that I had started chipping away at that. You know, they, they, they explained there was more to it. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and as soon as I made the connection between, you know, put the dots together Uh, you know, a light bulb in my head go off, uh, went off, and it was uh, just like, drop this other shit, drop all this stuff. You know, your 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 backpack is way too full. Um, so yoga, yoga, kind of won
0: out (laughs) on the mound of of things I do. Sure. And I mean, do you get? What do you feel like you get out of it today? What do
1: I get out of yoga today? Wow, I get. Uh, I get everything out of yoga, um, from 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 uh, tip to toe. I get to be around some fantastic people, uh, and in, in the process, i i, I get to, I get to be fantastic too. You know, I get a i i was it was a couple of years ago. <clears throat> I was studying some um, uh, yoga sutras in in Mysore. Uh, with Professor Simha. Uh and uh, we're kind of all in this room waiting for him to start the the lecture. Uh, and I, I look at the group of people I'm with. Uh, and I had there's a professional dancer in the room. Uh, there was a, a neurosurgeon in the room. Uh, there was a, um, a two college professors in the room. <clears throat> there was a, a professor professional translator who spoke like four languages, five languages. Wow. And and I'm in this room full of these people and they are they are simply amazing. I mean and I said, "Wow, I, I I'm lucky." <laughs> Once again, I've I've kind of fallen into I I'm, I'm just in the right place at the right time and I have an opportunity to spend this time with these these fantastic people. And I kind of look around and you know I'm like, "How the how the hell did I end up here?
0: <laughs> yeah, I i mean, I say that to myself all the time, you know, because I, I feel like I'm surrounded by amazing people like yourself and Dawn and all of like our teachers, like Sarah, I mean, just like, you know, I'm, I'm just surrounded by fantastic people. And I'm like, you know, 15 years ago, none of you guys would have want to ha- like hang out with me ever. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm, I'm like, it's like I got a group of friends that I actually want and that i'm inspired by uh, so it's really crazy that i've had a similar experience to that as well but what what about like personally you know it's like personally what do you feel like you get out of the practice today mm. uh,
1: I, I get out I, I get from the practice of self uh, 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 an understanding that I, i'm more than what I think I am. I get uh, a sense that um, I'm in a safe environment, I like my body is safe, you know? Like I, I have an opportunity to provide my body, uh, my mind, the, 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 the things that it, that it needs. Um, through this daily practice and through the, the discipline, it, it gives me a, a, a grounding that I don't get from uh, other things. It gives me a, a chance to um, um, kind of have a strong force field from the from the days' insecurities, right? When they when, when your day starts and and things start to get chipped away, um, you know, I, I feel like I have a, a lot more in reserve with with this yoga practice. And um, you know, yoga is supposed to be living your life at two hundred percent, right? 100% externally and 100% internally, and the ability to kind of be uh, in the external world, but also be able to retreat in the your internal world um, and be able to do it uh, seamlessly and w- without friction uh, is is what I've been stri- something I was I've been striving for something I've been trying to maybe perfect improve. Uh, and I and I find through the the discipline of, of practice that it, it this starts to work more than more than not now.
0: Wow, that's good stuff. That's really good stuff. Um, what about you know like at, do you feel like what the yoga started off as? has changed for you, like not only physical, but like, you know, not in and, and the benefits of like body, mind, and soul. And then also like, you know, the discipline, getting more out of the discipline of what you're doing.
1: Certainly. Uh, it And, and it, and I hope it continues to change. Uh, I think everybody enters this path uh, because they like the idea of a Lotus. They like the idea of the, the soft wind in their, in their hair and, uh, having, uh, problems come and go. Uh, and I, I don't know if that, I, I, I find that to be kind of, kind of cute, but I find it to be completely inaccurate. Um, it's yoga is not, or, or the idea of happiness is not, uh, pleasure, like pleasure and joy is, it doesn't equate to, to happiness, but being able to weather the storm uh, is more of the happiness I understand now. Uh, yeah. Recognizing that uh, I may not always, you know, I, I don't always feel deserving, but I, but I always feel lucky. And the more I practice yoga, the more I understand it, the more luckier I, I think I get. Um, I uh, it it does go deeper because it 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 starts to occupy the other twenty two minutes of your or 22 hours of your day, right? If you, if you have your hour and a half practice, uh, sprinkle some pranayama and and maybe some chanting on top of that. I think it's, it all, it will always set you up for success.
0: Right. Yeah, for sure. So what, um, like what inspired you to go to Mysore, India? (laughs) Uh, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Mysore, India. Um, yeah, the, Columbus is still a small town and I knew this guy who's living in Columbus and someone says, Hey, this guy teaching in Columbus, he's going to Mysore, India for the yoga. Uh, <laughs> and I really, what, what the hell really? Uh, and, uh, I thought, I, I think you taught a workshop, uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio. And, and, uh, Get, at the time, I'm like, I kind of know you and I don't know. So I, I approached you and, and talked to you about it. And he's like, oh, and you just, you know, nonchalantly said, yeah, I got on an airplane and I went there, and I did it. And I thought to myself, damn it, you know, if, if you could do it, I could do it. Uh, <laughs> if and I can do it, anybody can yeah, do it, Rob. <laughs> Yeah, now that I know, same thing. Uh, and uh, uh, with that said, though, I've, I've had a few other people ask me the same questions. And I would always say, I just got on an airplane and I did it and I always invite them and and you know, them too. It's been, and I try to do that. I try, anyone that ever asks, I want to go to India. I'm always first to say, do it. This is how you do it and make it simple. Uh, and well, anyway, uh, I talked to you about, about it. And then I talked myself out of it for like two years. Uh, and I set up a trip. Uh, to go cross-country uh, motorcycling uh, on dirt bikes with my friend, Dave. And uh, I was driving back from Cincinnati and, uh, with him, and uh, uh, he had an accident and got killed on this bike. Oh, jeez! And, uh, and I was sitting there on the side of the road, and, um, and uh, two things happened one i had this kind of mantra that said everything's going to be okay you know it was this you know i was going through shock uh and the other thing was i have to breathe and the only way i remember breathing was through uh yoga practice right everyone always says start with the breath or continue with the breath or remind yourself of this breath <clears throat> and um and uh, that's when it was deep in my soul that i knew this yoga was uh uh was here to stay <laughs> was like okay th- this discipline has helped me uh i i need i need to pursue this uh so uh so the next summer i got a hold of you you know we uh i said i need a place to stay <laughs> and you said i have a place uh and uh The rest is kind of history. I got on that airplane and I've been going back for the last five years ever since. That's great.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been amazing to see, you know, because I just to see all the people that have committed their lives to it and start to go to Mysore and like how everything changes for them. You know, I feel like Mysore is really a catalyst for change, not only the yoga but just like the experience of being in India and all of that, you know, the things that go along with it. What, um, but I'm, I'm really interested, you know, because part of, you know, your, your story, um, is that you typically go during the summertime and the summer, summertime because of your, your job, um, you know, it only permits you to go during that time. And so you, you've gone and studied with Saraswati Um, someone who I, I, I only studied with really the first time I went the year after, um, Patabi Joyce had passed away. Mm. And so I'm wondering what your experience is like, you know, really having a different teacher than me and what the experience was like at, at her Shala and, and the Shala and, and the experience with her students
1: yeah uh that's a great question and, and uh yeah saraswati is fantastic and uh I, I have a feeling that that saraswati is grounded in uh the past you know she has one foot solid in in, in the past and shirat has one foot solid in in the future and and they're kind of spanning this this difference and uh saraswati is is um quiet um demanding uh she can be very stern and at one time uh, absolutely just beautiful um <laughs> so uh i go this is the like first two weeks i'm with saraswati <clears throat> and um and she's she's shouting at me across the room you know it's indian style so a room full of this is at the the old Shala uh not chat's current chalet and she's She's like, uh, I thought what she was saying is put leg behind head. So I'm like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll do what you say. I'm, I'm here to work. So I'm throwing my legs behind my head and and, and she's yelling at me. No, 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 It's wrong. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing it wrong. I'll, I'll do it again. And she's yelling at me. She's like, okay, she look, comes over and looks at me. She's like, tomorrow, bring towel. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll bring a towel tomorrow, Saraswati. You got it. I'm sorry. So, next day, yell, she's yelling at me again, yelling at me, what do you want? And she's like, bring towel. I'm like, okay, I have my, I have my towel. I'm ready. So, uh, <laughs> so at this point, she's helping me with uh, Supta Vidrasana, I think. Uh, and so, she picks up the towel, and I'm like, she's going to do this technique. All she does is she wipes her hands off because she didn't want to touch me <laughs> and, uh, and just kind of puts one solid foot on me and she wants me to like rock up like old school Right, and she's like five three like she's super short so i'm like all right i'm gonna knock you over and sure enough like she plants that foot and i'm not going anywhere like i'm solid uh so at that point i i kind of like all right she she's she knows what she's she's doing and um and the other thing I, I find that she s- still has a very strong belief that this is a, a family practice, and that she's teaching it to a family, and she teaches she she teaches it family style. I think I've heard her say it that once. What um, does that mean? It it means that it's a it's a private transmission of this knowledge, right? It's it's not a um, a cookie cutter approach, um, and every single person. No matter who I see walk through that door, she starts the same way. She asks the same couple of questions. Uh, how much do you know? Um, uh, who's your teacher? Stuff like that. And then she starts right, right away. A come, inhale, arms up. <clears throat> and uh, I, I kind of like seeing people get frustrated <laughs> a little bit because people come expecting something, you know, we, the, uh, of privilege, you know, people come of privilege. Uh, and they expect praise, and they expect you know uh, accolades of some kind. And Sarah Swati's seen it all, so she doesn't care if you do third, fourth series. Uh, do it the way she tells you, right? And she'll uh, she'll respect that. Uh, and it takes it kind of takes time to get her attention, and to uh, uh, to and she waits. She has this Indian style of patience where one, one season or two seasons uh, is, is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, like you're like, when do I get my next posture? And she'll just, you know, she'll just shake her head and yeah. not care. Whenever you're ready. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But she holds, um, <clears throat> with Saraswati, she, you know, she holds the same titles as Shiraj. She has the... Um, the same training and, um, um, and, uh, but her, you know, her being a a woman in, in Mysore running a a program, uh, with men and women was, uh, radical at the time, you know, in the, in the mid seventies and and even up to the eighties. And, uh, yeah, it's, it was something that women did not do. So, um, she
0: was, She's definitely a force to be reckoned with. I mean, I remember practicing her uh, in the room with her and Shratt. They were practicing; they were teaching together, and and it was amazing to have you know those you know two real big energies in the room. You know, one demanding this thing and one demanding the other thing, and it it, it was really powerful. And and yeah, you're right; it, it was radical. I mean, she's a she's one of the most powerful women that I think I have maybe ever met just like how she vibrates and like how firm she is on the ground. Uh, That's kind of what I, uh, I don't know. That's what kind of like draws me to her is that she's so grounded for sure.
1: Oh yeah. She, she, you're right. And, and I can see that even though her physical practice of, of yoga hasn't been there for a while uh, she certainly has a, a steadiness that I respect and I see, and I and I see that she she does she uh, moves out of people's way uh, in in asana, uh, and she kind of lets people hang there for a while and, until, until they get it until she until her students say this is a self motivated self this is an intrinsic um, activity that needs to be mastered first. Uh, and uh, that goes with uh, a lot of her kind of a, her long standing students. Uh, and, to, and to speak a little bit about her, her students, her, her students tend to be in a smaller group, uh, but they certainly have life experiences uh, that, that certainly e- equate to a years and years worth of, of yoga practice. Um, I was practicing next to, uh, just last time I was there, practicing between two people um, a husband and a wife and the wife had, uh, uh, breast cancer, uh, went through several operations and, and a little older, uh, you know, late fifties, early sixties. Uh, and they, once they were done with all that ordeal that, you know, they're kind of, we were sipping a coconut, you know, by the coconut scene, talking, talking, sharing stories. Uh, and they kind of had this epiphany and they said, you know, we, we, we almost died. Uh, We wanted to do things in life. So here they are, you know, they're, they're motorcycling across Russia. They're in India. They're flying to Japan. They just, uh, they just started in like an Indian uh, TV show, you know, they're living life. Uh, And, and uh, you know, when you start, when you start practicing next to these people that, that their, their will to do things uh, far surpasses that of their, you know, their physical practice. Um, it's really inspiring.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so I'm wondering, like, what not only has Saraswati but, but just being in India has done done for you? Like, what do you feel like the benefits of, like, having a teacher and also traveling to some a place that is transformative as India is? Yeah. Uh,
1: India is is everything I expected it to be and, and more. Uh, what uh what two the two my two favorite things to do in india uh is uh scooter take a scooter somewhere uh and uh <laughs> and go to temples uh and uh both are are like a perfect metaphor for uh the challenges that Ashtanga yoga has to offer <laughs> right the, the scootering uh in india uh is uh, is uh, boy, where do we start? Is crazy,
0: yeah. Uh, it is, and crazy. You, ha-
1: you have to have like one hand on the brake and one hand on the accelerator the entire time. Uh, and you get to navigate and you get to get lost and you get to freak out and you got to stay calm and you certainly got to breathe in and you got to breathe out. Uh, and uh, you get lost in the city uh, and you got to. Get yourself out, uh, and I think those all have uh, attributes that that yoga has too. Um, sure. And uh, then you take the scooter, and you take them to you go to temples. And the first temple you go to, if you go to Mysore, is the Ganapati Temple. I think everyone goes to. And you give them you give them your coin, you give them the rupee, and you get blessed, and you ring bells, and you say, "Where the hell am I?" And uh, at the time that my first go, I would like, "Okay." I looked at it at, from an art history perspective, uh, and uh, you know, I looked at all the gods, and I'm like, "Okay." I recognize that. I, I recognize the the positions. I recognize the doors. You know, I looked at it. Uh, I just checked off the list, uh, and it wasn't until a good friend of mine, uh, Lakshmi, who um, is in Chennai and she took me to some temples and she said so i so i was doing the same thing okay there's the there's the statue there's uh, you ring this bell you you know you, you turn around uh, and she said no 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 just sit just sit down so we go in this little baby side temple it was a hanuman temple and next to it there's this little lump like a little uh, uh, pyramid, you know, it was a little lump, and um, nothing else. Uh, and she said, no, 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 just just sit down. And I think she was just telling me sit down and shut the hell up and just pay attention. And I had a, a, just a strong feeling, you know, it, it, it wasn't quite physical it wasn't quite emotional. It wasn't quite energetic. It was sort of all of the above. Uh, and, um, and I kind of woke up to it and I recognized the energy that was in this little mound. It was this, it, it, I found out later it was a little Durga temple, a little tiny one. Uh, and, uh, I recognized that uh, all this work I've been putting forth was, uh, Uh, I was kind of wasting, you know, all this energy I was putting into yoga. I was wasting because I was waiting for a reward. I was waiting for something. Uh, And I was just kind of blind or numb, not numb, uh, to the present moment. To uh, recognize what these temples do for people and what they can do for me. Uh, So, uh, Ever since then I I started looking at the temples more in a, in the present tense. <laughs> I don't does that kind of make sense like go in, feel good, I can feel good.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I can re- I like Yeah, I, it sounds like it, it sounds like
0: you were getting connected.
1: Yeah, I I was getting. I was plugging myself in. I was plugging right. myself into it. Uh, and uh and once you get plugged in, you get kind of roped in and then you see the rituals and and it's easy to translate the rituals that you see there to the rituals we do uh in the in the shala uh the rituals we do to eat food now and um uh yeah i get i I, yeah now now when i go back uh the first thing i do is go to the hanuman temple the i call it the roadside hanuman temple and it's the one that closest one to the <clears throat> to you know to the shala that little one you sure. know which one I'm talking about
0: yeah i think it's right on krs yeah yeah right across the street from the gas station yep you know,
1: you know that one
0: <laughs> yeah i do know that one yeah. i've always found it really amazing that it's like the tiniest place ever but there's always a bunch of people out there
1: oh there's tons tons of people yeah. and yeah that's always the first and last last temple i go to um, i get some thread I get my old thread cut off and new one put on and, um, and uh, it's nice they, I think they kind of nod and they recognize me sometimes now <laughs> that's cool and uh, yeah it, it, it's, it's nice so uh, I make an effort to go to the, the different temples and, and learn their different techniques and um, uh, and just kind of watch the people, people watch and um, and kind of let myself go like, uh, here in the States, I have to, I'm a school teacher, so I have to be as reserved as, as that role allows me to. Um, but as soon as I get to India, like, like anybody else, you have an opportunity to cleanse yourself of, of your, your day to day and cleanse yourself kind of, of, of like, you know, your, your attitudes and your, uh, and your, your energies of the day and you can, you can spend it you can spend it how you want to spend it. And I, I like spending it in the shala. I like spending it at the temples. I like spending it, uh, on the scooters. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a great feeling.
0: That's really cool. Well, Ross, that's amazing. Um, so I just want to thank you for being on the show and I appreciate, uh, all, you know, obviously all of the effort with, uh, teaching my students and, you know, like providing your knowledge and, and also just being on the show. I I just really appreciate you being on here. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. If you want more information about Ashtanga Yoga, visit AshtangaYogaColumbus.com. You can also check out my website, which is TaylorHuntYoga.com.